something this morning and um, you wanted to ask and of course there wasn't a chance to do that earlier so if you was anyone not here this morning anybody oh you were in children's church okay <laughs> so yes um, I'm headed to Kenya I've been serving in Southeast Asia for the last however many years it is since 2000. Anybody born in the year 2000, however many years ago that was? <laughs> Are you serious? That was your year of birth? How many years ago was that? 22, okay, so yes, 22 years. Oh, um, I'm, I'm open for any questions. Rick was throwing some at me this afternoon. I said, you know, we've answered those, so we don't have to go over that again in church, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but um, is there anything the ministry or maybe you are wanting to go into the Christina is that you no okay Based on all of the above, I'm at about 60%. So um, that's one of the reasons I, we pushed back my departure date till January so that I could share in a few more places here and um, get the word out for not working. Um, uh, I said not working because I saw the microphone. I was, like, is my, I was going to say, is my mic not working? <laughs> My brain going the wrong way. But um, anyway, so that's one why one of the prayer requests I had this morning was open doors here in the States that I would be able to share the work in a few more places. So hopefully we can get a few more people on board um, because I did lose some support during the two years of um, surprise uh, furlough. <laughs> Well, not a surprise to God, but it wasn't in my plans <laughs> to be in the States for the last two years. But, and then also the cost of living difference in Kenya compared to um, Indonesia as well. So about 60%. Yes, ma'am. Will you be doing? Oh, thank you. Hi. Uh, what will you be doing uh, in Kenya? Will you be teaching Bible classes or what, what will be the type of work that you'll do? So I'm hoping that my primary focus will be working with children, actually. Um, and you saw, if you were here this morning, saw that there are several different directions that could go. We have um, a lot of children in the neighborhoods around the church that are just dropping in to play or something. And so we have some opportunities for outreach there. Also going into the schools and teaching classes in the school. And then kind of indirectly, um, by training uh, teachers, Sunday school workers, so helping in the Bible college, maybe to train those young people, like mentoring into ministry, as Pastor was just mentioning, you know, not just going out and doing it, but like having someone come alongside and doing it together with them. Um, so that's, that's the focus. Mm -hmm. So could be a little bit of everything. <laughs> Sounds good. What, uh, what city will that be? In I'm going to start in Nairobi, which Nairobi. is the capital city. That's okay. where both the Messlers and the Wambuas are. Not like in the city center, but kind of on the, on the outskirts of it. Um, 
the, the Wambuas have started, I think, four or five churches. They're actually, if, if they've been here this year, they, you probably know that they're getting ready to launch another church plant. Wow. So might get to help with that as well. Um, there's actually a young man that was brought up in their ministry there, um, and he's going to actually be leading that church plant. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy, let me get the right word. Uh, no, not, not Jimmy. Jimmy's the son-in-law. It's the son. Juma is the family name. So Pastor Juma, his first name escapes me at the moment, but you remember him, Pastor Juma and his wife, Faith. Um, they're, they're going to be the ones who are going to launch that new. It's in a new, newish subdivision, so new housing is going in. They've, got, they've already purchased the land and um, have some tents set up for the beginning of that ministry. So hopefully we'll be able to help with that as well. Sounds wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Janine? But, um, and Southeast Asia is still closed right now. When it opens back up, do you plan to go back or are you just going to permanently stay in Kenya? In Kenya. Okay, um, that's a good question. A lot of people have like, um, questioned that. The, during this past couple of years of waiting, the Lord has like redirected me. So I have actually officially... Um, resigned from the group that was in Southeast Asia and I don't currently have any plans to rejoin that team Um, so I'm shifting over to Kenya and plan to stay there as long as the Lord um, until the Lord directs me to a new place so that's like it's a it's a it's a definite turn and a new chapter so I'm just curious as one of our missionaries is there anything in particular you wished our church was doing for you as a supporting church oh i'm glad you asked that (laughs) no um you know i am so appreciative of people praying for me but i also pray for my supporting churches and uh, a lot of times i pay for the pastor because i know who the pastor is but when i came to church here this morning I would say probably more than 50% of the people were new, like people that I didn't, that I haven't met yet. And that's great. I mean, that's wonderful means every year reaching out. But at the same time, it's like, I would like to be able to pray for the church intelligently. So I, I was talking to Jeff yesterday and I said, you know, thank you. He, he will send an email um, every once in a while, not, not, not every week, not every month, but um, a note saying, hey, we're praying for you, um, or maybe he'll mention something that's going on here at the church. So I would love to hear from people in the church, you know, what's going on here at home, because we get kind of disconnected <laughs> being um, oh, out of the loop, so to speak. So I would love to hear from you. That would, that would be uh, a great blessing, just to, to know what's going on back home and uh, things that I can be praying for. The other thing, like, um, I mentioned that George, Binoka, and Lexi, I believe they've been here. They had kind of started this ministry of bringing teams over and doing short-term missions. 
So if that's something that the church might be interested in doing, um, I'll be so excited to kind of be a part of uh, organizing that and, and helping make that happen. Um, not everyone's called to go into uh, foreign missions full time, but uh, maybe maybe you're a young person and you're thinking, I think the Lord might be calling me to do that, but I'd, I'd like to kind of check it out first. Or maybe you just want to use your vacation time to go and um, share the gospel in another country. Um, so if anyone is uh, has a burden for that, has a heart for that, or maybe you feel like I can't go, but I could support a young person who wanted to go and make it possible for them to take that trip. Um, I would love to, to partner together with the church in that way. So those are two things. Let me know what's going on and let me know if you'd like to come and help and <laughs> join. I'm kind of a new member, so I was wondering, uh, uh, what auspices do you work under? Independent uh, Baptist Missions, or mm -hmm. okay? Um, it's International Baptist Missions okay. is the name of the mission board, and it's located in Chandler, Arizona. Used to be Tempe, so to remember that. Um, it's affiliated with um, the church and the Bible College that I graduated from in mm -hmm. Arizona. Okay. So, and could you give us like it'd be good if we could have like a a hard figure so we can pray for the money that you need to still receive, you know, for for your work over there and and I'm hoping that you get good benefits through your through your missions group and that you know that you know the the worker is worthy of his hire and I'm thinking, you know, you're doing such a good work and and I'm, I want to pray that you get all that you need and more, right? Thank you. So uh, maybe, well, there's, I don't, there's I don't know how you things. do that. We're, we are um, praying to increase the monthly support by about 1200 a month, and then, then the initial startup cost. And that, I don't have an exact number, but I'm thinking maybe around 3000 because I will have to set up an apartment when I get there. And as you know, since you were in the, the um, ladies group this morning, I travel with my suitcases, so I don't have anything to like set up a, a home. But the Messlers helped me to do some uh, price checking, and I think it's around that. So that would be the, like the initial to set up a, a home there. Planning to get an apartment close by the Wambuas for security and safety reasons, and at least until I get used to everything. Um, so not planning to get a car, uh, as I shared. Uh, driving in Kenya is a little scary. <laughs> so um, planning to just use uh, like Uber, I think. So um, that, that would be like some exact numbers that we're looking at. So we're launching off in January. Thank you. You know, I actually prepared a, a separate um, uh, presentation for kids, and it talks about the food and the animals and all the fun things that kids usually want to know about in, in other countries. So I think the staple food is something called ugali, 
And the closest thing I can compare it to is like grits, because it's made of corn, like, and it's ground, and it's cooked. But it's a little bit different from grits in that it's very stiff, like you um, cook it, so like you can, you can actually almost cut it like a, like a piece of bread. But it's that consistency of like stiff, and they have that with everything. So that would be like a staple, like instead of potatoes or rice, they, they have ugali. There's no really good English translation for it. I've never seen anything like it here. It's okay. Um, I don't know that it's going to become one of my number one favorites, but maybe it'll grow on me. <laughs> yeah, lots of vegetables, all, all the, <laughs> well, the, the cows and the goats I saw lots of. They were just walking along in herds along the streets in the city. So there's plenty of those. <laughs> and um, chicken. Um, I think I had a little bit of everything. But maybe not quite so much meat as perhaps a typical American might eat. Depends. If you're a vegetarian, then he would probably be right at home because um, a meat is expensive, so you wouldn't maybe eat it for every day or every meal, but yeah. And I didn't see a lot of like dessert, not really much. Fruit, yes, lots of lovely fruit, but not really like cookies and cakes and kind of sweet things like that, so maybe less diabetes over there. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think if there was anything else that he hadn't mentioned. Um, I was really drawn to the Bible College. I didn't talk about that very much this morning. Um, they've started a small Bible College. Its, its purpose, its reason for being is to train pastors and Christian workers. I mean, that's, that's all they're doing. So it's not a you can't, you don't go there to become anything else, to go into any other kind of vocation. So, but the young people that are, that are attending the college, um, they're not necessarily maybe planning to be a pastor, but they want to be like a, a right-hand person in the church. So they want to get that solid training foundation in the Bible so that they can be uh, Sunday school teachers for both adults and children, where they can be uh, a deacon that can be part of the counseling and coming alongside. So there's some really wonderful young people I got to meet, but if you probably, I want to say a couple dozen, so we're not talking about a lot, but most of the, the pastors of these churches that have been started over the past 20, 30 years are um, graduates of that small Bible college. Some of them are now teaching in the school as well. So I'm really looking forward to um, coming alongside of some of those young people and ministering together with them, encouraging them, um, uh, helping them. There were a few young ladies that I got to work with when I was there, and um, they're single. They're um, maybe not, not like fresh graduates, but they're in the workforce already, and they're thinking, you know, can I serve the Lord as, as a lady? And I'm saying, of course, yes, you can. I mean, um, qualification for serving God is not marriage. <laughs> he, um, 
wants to use anyone, whether you are married or single or widowed or divorced or, or whatever, your marital state doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you can serve him. So I was really excited to see these young ladies who are thinking, wow, I don't have to make finding a husband the, the first priority, that I can just jump in wholeheartedly and start serving the Lord right where I am. And so I'm excited to uh, be that role model and come alongside and be an encouragement to those young ladies. And uh, they're, they're very sweet, very... Um, warm, friendly people. It, it, you know, they're the kind of people that you just you meet them and then you feel like you've known them your whole life after you know, the first five, ten minutes because they're just so loving and welcoming. So if you do come, some of you are thinking about that already now, I know, um, be prepared to have lifelong friends. Um, they, I, uh, there was a few ladies that were there and they said, oh, you're from that church in Arizona. Do you know so-and-so? She came over here, like, what, eight years ago. We still remember her. And, you know, and, and so it wasn't just a, oh, some foreigner was here, but they knew her by name, and they're like, oh, yes, and, and we have, you know, we keep in contact with her. So um, be prepared to have lifelong friends <laughs> if um, you ever get to come and, and meet some of these wonderful Christian people in Kenya. Yes, Janice. So I know we talked a little bit, the climate, it's on the equator and it's up high, so it's not really hot, but what is the average, what's the temperature like compared to Hollister? Um, I don't think it gets quite as hot okay. uh, because of the altitude. I think they said it's around 5,000 feet, so not quite a mile high, but um, they get it. It's close enough to the coast that it doesn't get very hot. But it doesn't get cold either. I don't think there's any snow, um, so it's fairly mild. Um, maybe 60 to 90, and it stays like that pretty much all year round because it's on the equator. So. And you did okay with the 5,000 elevation. It didn't make you nauseous or dizzy or anything like no, that? You didn't notice anything? No. And then also, how about the language? Are you going to have a translator or do you do any language study while you're there? Uh, Kenya is an English-speaking country, so I was able to minister even during that short six weeks that I was there in English, both to children and adults. Um, once the ch children start school, they they're using English every day. I did see, though, in the elementary schools when I went in to, to do some of the Bible classes that a lot of their posters and things were in both English and Swahili, which is the, um, what's it, like the trade language in Africa. So there are lots of different languages um, in the tribal groups. So that's their, their mother tongue, um, you would call it. But um, most people can speak both Swahili and English. So I'm actually working to learn Swahili. Um, I know Asante, which is thank you, <laughs> and some of those uh, early words that you that you need to learn straight up. So Asabui Mjema, good morning. <laughs> so I am working on, I, I hope um, to be able to understand at least basic conversation even by the time I go back. Um, but I can use English, and that does make it easier. And that's another reason why you could come and do a short-term 
um, trip because you could talk to people and they would understand you and you would understand them, which is, um, makes it much more enjoyable trip. <laughs> In relationship to neighboring countries, are there a lot of South Sudanese in Kenya? Yes, um, if you've kept up with Pastor George's um, uh, prayer letters, he had started a ministry with South Sudanese refugees that have come into Kenya, mostly women and children, because the men are the ones still working, fighting, going on there. So, yeah. Um, South Sudanese do not speak English as readily as the Kenyans do. It's not as widely spread there. Um, George uh, spoke Arabic, so he was able to minister to these displaced people more readily because they also speak Arabic. But that ministry is still ongoing. Um, I think somebody told me that Audrey Henderson has been here fairly recently, so She's just, she's been in Kenya for a few months now, and she is working with the South Sudanese already, that's especially with the children, and because it's primarily ladies, um, she's able to lead the Bible studies as well. I think the oldest male is like in high school, so um, no men in the ministry because it's mostly the women and children who have come into Kenya as refugees. Forgive me, I'm slow of wit. <laughs> I'm trying to connect a little bit more in my mind. Um, your working relationship with the Wambuas and the Metzlers, I haven't quite figured out, like are you working directly under one or the other, or are you kind of independent but in the same area? Will one of them be your pastor? Will you be attending one of their churches? Uh, all of those questions have not been answered yet we are still discussing that amongst us so um, past the way Pastor Messler describes it is a team of IBM missionaries there so the Messlers the Wambuas Audrey myself and there are several different churches that have been started I believe when I first go I will probably join Pastor Wambua's church because it's closer to the Bible College just geographically and traveling at least at least at the beginning that will be safer and um, easier for me to learn the lay of the land um, also gives me uh, access to the, the young people in the Bible College but probably also helping with projects like I said the the new church plant that the Jumas are going to be starting is in a a whole different area from those two, so kind of like a triangle. So maybe going over during the week and helping with um, passing out flyers or talking to people about the, the new church. Um, share, but training, a lot of times, well, I shared this morning, we did like a one-day seminar. So all of those <clears throat> people from all those churches were invited and they all came together on at one location. So, <coughs> um, sister ministries, sister churches. So I'm not, I'm not going to start my own ministry. I'm just going to support and help what, what they are already doing. And all of those 
uh, details haven't actually been finalized yet, but that's the plan currently. And some of that will be kind of figured out after I get there and we can see. I may, I may teach a class in the Bible College, especially um, English department because ESL is kind of what I've been excelling in the last 10 years. So um, helping with like writing the papers or I'm not sure exactly about all of those details yet. We're still working it out. Have a few months to kind of nail all those questions. But that's the probably under Pastor Josiah at first and with the ability to, to go and help with others as other ministries as well. So that's why it wasn't clear because it's not really clear in my head yet either. <laughs> I just got back from Kenya just a couple of weeks ago, so um, we're still negotiating. We're still talking through some of those details right now. Was that, were you waving? Yes. No, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just the, just the cows and the goats that were like roaming around on the streets. I did not go on a safari or anything while I was there, but there are some like very nearby. So there's lots of big game parks, even just right there near the city. So you don't have to go very far out. The baptism that we had that day, they just had a, um, I don't know what, a little pool there, they built it outside of the church, just right there on the, the Josiah's church, I think it's inside the building, so very similar to here, at least where I was, now I don't know what they do in the villages, when, you know, farther out, but no, no river baptism, we did it in Singapore, <laughs> Indonesia too, lots of river, river baptisms, <laughs> My email is on my prayer card. I forgot to mention this morning, but I left some at the back. Um, if And I forgot to bring it again tonight. I forgot this morning and I forgot again. I had a, a sign-up sheet. If, if anyone is not already getting my prayer letters like by email and you would like to receive it, just um, shoot me an email and I will add you to my list because I forgot my paper where you could write it. It's probably safer for you to write to me first because... Sometimes I can't read people's uh, email, and then you never get it. Or I type it in. You wrote it perfectly, but I type it in wrong, and then it still doesn't get to you. So my cards are on the back. I, they're on one of the tables back there. Not, they might have they get moved. Okay. So, and I'll leave some extra ones with the church office if if those all get picked up. Pastor has my email address as well. So. Um, I'm sure he would be happy to hand it out if somebody asks for it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There were um, emailing you. You had to be cautious of certain things you could say and certain things you can't. Being in Kenya, is it the same way, or can um, we? No, Kenya freely. Kenya is open. Okay. So you don't have to be as careful. Okay. So maybe that will take the pressure off of some people. We're too right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So.
Uh, once again, thank you. Um, it's, it's a, someone asked me this morning, what's it, what's it like to be a missionary? And like, well, that's a very broad question, but um, I would say it's wonderful because you know that God is the one directing your footsteps. Well, I hope that all of you know that, whatever your vocation is, but he, you, get, you get to just be on the front lines of going out and talking to people, sharing with them. Um, you get to devote all of your hours to serving the Lord um, full time, and some of the perks are you get to travel the world and eat ugali and other interesting foods. <laughs> so it's it's wonderful to be a part of the Lord's work and to share Jesus to every tribe and nation and tongue. And I'm glad that He's letting me continue. I had thought after the the two months stretched into two and a half years, thought, you know, is the Lord just saying, that's it? You are coming back to the U.S.? I mean, not that there's not work to do here. There is. <laughs> but um, he has opened this new direction for me to go, and I'm, I'm really excited that I get to go again. So very thankful, and I'm very thankful for all of the friends and new friends that will be praying and reaping that same harvest with us. She asked about medical facilities. Um, because I'll be in Nairobi, um, it's fairly well developed. So I, did, I, I got to visit the hospital while I was there in six weeks. I managed to get an infection first week. So, yeah. But... Um, you got to be careful what you drink. <laughs> so, anyway, um, so yeah, I had a good experience and was able to get medication, be seen right away, and um, so yes. I don't know what will if I'm out in the what they call the bush country. I don't I don't know what it's like there, but much better than it was 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The hospitals are open, and the, there's doctors that speak English, so that makes it a little easier to visit the doctor. You can actually explain what's wrong. <laughs> That's good. Pastor, thank you. Um, if you think of any more, shoot me an email. I, I'm pretty good about answering, so I'm, I'm glad to share anything else.